Welcome back, welcome in. This is LOTL and this is episode 106. And on tonight's episode, we're talking about our poll of the week, Starbucks versus Dunkin'. The gang gets into a rousing debate about which place is better. And then we also talk about our favorite local coffee places. Uh, after that, we talk about a UFO sighting, or rather a UFO sighting that's being d- dug back up and put into the public um, back from 2004. And uh, we go into our thoughts about whether we believe or don't believe about UFOs, so we can do all that stuff. Uh, we talk a little NFL draft, uh, our thoughts on the Browns, uh, Dan and Hannah get into what uh, they thought about the Browns. Hannah talks a little bit about the Cowboys as well. Uh, Jimmy gets into TikTok and the phenomenon uh, going on with that. After that, we talk about our favorite local businesses that we have been uh, supporting during this time, uh, specifically this last week since we last spoke to you guys. And Hannah talks about uh, some stuff that the City Mission's got going on. So um, all that and more on this week's episode. But before that... Let's talk about the beers of the week. Let's do it. Welcome to Living Off the Land, the All Things Cleveland podcast, with your hosts, Jordan, Jimmy, and Dan. Follow us on social media at the LOTL podcast. All right, here we go. Beer of the week. This is week uh, five, six that we've been doing this. Uh, three to four different beers every week. So uh, let's go around the uh, cyber room. I've been calling it virtual room. Whoa. Let's go cyber room. How about that? Switch up. Switch it up a little bit. Uh, I will go first since I cracked mine open and I started talking. I've got a local favorite. Uh, you guys can't. Well, the listeners can't see this, but I can. Can you guys see it? Uh, mm-hmm. Move it over a little more to your. Yeah. Oh, okay. Good yeah. one. I know that beer. I got Noble Beast. I also got food from Noble Beast for dinner, but that'll be part of our uh, local business segment, uh, which is amazing. I can't show you it right now because I already ate it. And uh, hmm. Ooh. I don't know how I'm going to drink this right now. Temporarily. Take it off. Just drink through the mask. Yeah. That really possible. So I got Noble Beast Evil Motives IPA. I don't even know if I've had this before. So Evil Motives IPA, so you know, Dan, I consider that actually, that and Hop Juju to be probably the best IPAs in the city. Wow. Personal personal two favorites, probably. I chose Hmm. correctly. I don't Mm -hmm. even think I've had this before. I'm pretty sure you have. I'm pretty sure I brought it over to a party once a while back. I don't even know if like, it was one of those days, like one time at one of your house parties or somebody's party, I brought over a crowler of Evil Motives. So. Oh, okay. Hmm. Well, Evil Motives is a balanced IPA with big additions of Citra, Mosaic, and Simcoe hops, double dry hopped for bright aromas of tropical fruit, pine, and citrus. Uh, it hits all wow. those notes. It is piney. It is citrusy. 
and it is fruity tropical fruity so oh, very very good yeah. i love the can the uh the art the can art noble beast got some pretty cool art on their cans ever since they started uh canning their products uh when this whole thing started as a way to kind of help out their business during this time so that's cool uh and yeah yeah got from there as well, so. Right, yeah so uh i walked in there and their canning machine that they had set up wasn't set up it was back to like kind of normal in there like the tables weren't set up but when they were canning they had this they had this like canning line machine that went across their brewing area across where they usually have their seating and then up over the bar so they obviously they obviously can't can beer while uh um while they're actually open oh so, right i don't know i don't know if this is just going to be a uh, covid19 canning operation or if they're going to continue to do this after like offsite somewhere but it is very good so yeah i definitely uh they also they're canning two beers right now this and uh a baltic porter or something like that i forget what it's called but oh i've had that from there yeah, yeah that's one of their darker options i wasn't ready for that yet so i decided to go with the ipa since i'm such an ipa connoisseur now now yeah i decided to go with that yeah so that's what i got uh who wants to go next i'll go next because i'm excited okay. about what i got are you so, <clears throat> i got a lit an actual brand new beer to cleveland that just came out this week oh uh, i think i know what you got yeah, it's from the flagship brewery in the city, Great Lakes Brewing Company's Lemon Hefeweizen. Yeah. Um, this is a new, it's a seasonal, um, or how do they describe it? Uh, do, 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 I just saw it. I believe it's just a seasonal, but it's brand new. So this has Ooh. never, or this is actually described as limited. So I, th this might not be made again, but it's so good. And I'm sure a lot of people are going to like it that it might get popular and they might make it a routine seasonal i don't know so um it's got your basic hefeweizen like banana clove essence um and then of course it has lemon and it's not like overwhelming but it almost makes it like it's it reminds me almost like a shandy i know it's not a shandy but it kind of almost tastes like that uh a little bit like a twinge of that uh, the it's described the description on uh, Great Lakes Brewing Company's website brewed with real lemon peel and puree. This cloudy German style wheat, wheat beer is a frothy and fruity ale worth hoisting more than Einst. I don't know what that word means. I just <laughs> has anyone heard of that word before? Hoist him aloft. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Um, the flavor, like it said, yeah, the banana and clove and then the zesty lemon finish. I did, I'd say it definitely finishes lemon. It, it's not like a punch when you first drink it. It's more of a finish. Uh, so is it kind of like a summer shandy? Uh, like I said, yeah, but imagine if a shandy had the, the Hefeweizen like heaviness or the depth. It's very drinkable though. This would be a great summer beer, no doubt. So kind of like if you took like a, a piece of bread and dipped it in a summer shandy and ate it. Exactly. There you go. <laughs> um, it's about 5.1%. Uh, and it, according to Great Lakes, it pairs well with lemon risotto, salmon, and beer gardens. Hmm. So yeah, if you see very it in the stores, I would give it a try. It's very tasty. I'm, I'm a fan. 
I can go, and I'll keep it short and simple, like my attention span. Um, so I got Market Garden. Uh, it's their American Stout called Beastie. Ooh. I'm sure you all have had it before. Hello, Beastie. No. no? Have you had it, Jordan? Yes, I have. It's good. Yeah. Um, I think I had a stout a couple weeks ago. I've had the saucy... Um, what was the one you were drinking yesterday, Dan? El, El Churro. El Churro. I still can't I roll my stout. eyes. Mexican stout, whatever it was. But um, I'm a big fan of this. Stout, this yeah. might be my favorite stout that I've had in a long time. Um, love the can, the royal blue can. Really hard to miss. Um, you know, I'm in a typography class. So right now I'm analyzing it. Not a fan of some of the uh, elements you guys got going on here. So maybe hire me on. Uh, Whoa. Recently graduated. So, like, you Whoa. Know, I can help you guys out. Oh. Um, I love like, it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Wow. I need a shot over here. You got a unemployment <laughs> at a record low. <laughs> I need a job. Yeah, I don't know. If, I don't know if you trashing their can art is really going to help you. Yeah, it's he not likes like the color. Listen. He said. Yeah, I like the color. I always. Yeah, but he's like the typography and stuff. everything else is crap. Some of the typography is just kind of too much. It's a lot on the eye. The black on the royal blue contrast. It's too tough to read. Let me help you out a little bit. Oh, wow. remind okay. me not to t- tag the Mark Garden when we post yeah. this because the tracking on some letters just not the greatest. The the flow, the alignments, it's just uh, just <laughs> lots going on. Here. This guy this guy takes this guy takes a marketing class and he thinks he's uh uh hey, I don't know some maybe, sort it's of, a, uh, maybe it's a strategy to just be super bold and confident. I mean, yeah, to tell them, to, like tell them that, to tell them that their cans suck. I mean, yeah, maybe I don't know. <laughs> just this one can didn't say it sucked. Just said it could use some work and. uh I will happily assist in the process. So that's what I'm drinking. Big fan of the drink, though. That's all that matters, right? That's right. Big fan. All right. So Noel Beast, Great Lakes, and Market Garden. Nice. Hi, Hannah. Hi. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? Good. Hannah's joining like us again. You need to introduce me anymore. Well, I mean, you know. No, this I, is I, our co host. I, 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 I wanted to. No, I wanted to. <laughs> I wanted to bring you in because uh, you've got a very special beer over there that you're drinking. Oh, you yeah. Got? I went real out of the box tonight. Um, what do you got? So I'm drinking Corona. Uh, like Corona. <laughs> okay. We got a jokester over here. No, like Rona, no, no, no. I promise I didn't do it on purpose. When Dan and I were texting today about me jumping out tonight, I said I, said, I don't have anything special. And he's like, hey, you just drink whatever you have. And I was like, I got Corona. So. Yeah, but- this was like at seven o'clock, so I really didn't want you to feel obligated to like go, like yeah. get something. Well, so yesterday actually, the reason I have it is because yesterday was not a great day, so yeah. I self, um, cared and got tacos and Corona. Nice. And that's why I have Corona in my fridge, so that's love what it. I got. But I don't have a lot of descriptions. I don't feel like the public needs a description of Corona, so. <laughs> That's what I got going on tonight. I've <laughs> heard enough. We've heard enough of Corona. <laughs> Screw you. Hey, I, uh, Corona ain't getting me. Y'all can't see it, but I got my mask on right now. So You're Rona, safe. Rona, hey, hold on. You know. Hold on. I wore a mask last month's episode when like this was all still just happening, and I came in with it on. They're like, oh, take it off. They're giving me crap <laughs> yeah. for it. I do remember that. Well, like, oh, at that at that point, masks weren't like required cool. or recommended. Yeah, I'm a trendsetter. That people wear. So, oh, okay, yeah, you're a trendsetter. Yeah, with your like, it, it looked like it, it was a piece of string tied to a coffee filter. 
Like the ones they use in hospitals? Yeah. That. <laughs> the oh, same yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, not about fashion, about practical use, Daniel. I, okay, Thanks, I hear you. Hey, as long as it you. keeps you safe. As long as it keeps out the Rona. Truth. Okay, so that's beers of those are our beers of the week. Uh, appreciate that, you guys. Doing that every week. Supporting the uh, local breweries. Even, you know, Anheuser-Busch with Corona. You gotta support them, <laughs> too, I guess. Do they own Corona? Yes. Yeah, Bush, uh, Budweiser owns Corona. Oh, I thought. And actually, somebody... actually, it is kind of cool that you did Corona because uh, Corona unfairly got like their business tanked when this all started because people st- stupidly just you know related the COVID nineteen coronavirus to Corona beer. So like, like when everybody else's beer sales skyrocketed, Corona's freaking took a nosedive. So yeah, that's it's that, good that's that we're so su- really. We're I'm just Corona. doing my part. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you're you're you're, you're thinking. You know what, Hannah? You're thinking globally. That's what you're I thinking. Am. You, I'm trying to make a difference on a global level. You, yes. you, global. you globalist. <laughs> <laughs> Care about the earth. Uh, okay. So those are our beers of the week. Let's get into the episode. So last two weeks we did uh, kind of themed episodes uh, because we didn't really have anything to talk about because coronavirus had wiped everything out in Cleveland. Uh, no sports, no events, no festivals, bars, breweries, restaurants, all closed down except for takeout. So we have kind of been shut-ins. So we haven't really had anything to talk about Cleveland style. Um, but we're going to kind of get back to a little bit of a normal rhythm tonight. Um, we're set to kind of reopen the state starting next week. So hopefully, probably very slowly but surely, things are going to start to get back to normal um or whatever this new normal is going to be um but uh yeah we got some uh, cool topics to talk about tonight and uh hopefully get into some good discussion we've got hopefully a rousing debate segment coming up that i know jimmy's pumped about Uh has to do with our poll of the week this week so if you've seen that on twitter uh you know what it's about if you haven't seen it on twitter and you're listening go vote so uh do we just want to Jump right into that. I, you know, I don't know. I don't know where we're gonna go with this tonight, but yeah, mm-hmm. might as well start it off with a bang. Yeah, because this is gonna uh, start our uh, what's trending segment this week, which is gonna take place of our usual top five. Yeah, and uh, I know that this is a big topic that Jordan has been seeing on Twitter yesterday. Uh, was it yesterday? Uh, the past week, I've seen it. I, I I I don't know if it's just in the journalism community. I follow a ton of journalists. And I've been seeing a lot of them going back and forth about their uh, favorite coffee chains. And by that, between uh, Starbucks and Duncan. Um, Yeah, so that's kind of, yeah, that's something I saw going around. There's a lot of debates going on. And I know it's kind of always a hot topic. Some people swear by one or the other. Uh, I think think we have a couple of fans in here in this uh, podcast right now. So yeah, it, it was it was something that I wanted to bring up for one of my two topics of the week, and it also I found a little local aspect to discuss as well with my take. So, well, do you want to discuss the poll results first, real quick, and then we'll jump into uh, what we yeah. all think? All right, perfect. Yeah, let's do that. So, um, so the poll results we got a ton of votes, so that was awesome. Um, not surprising as coffee is such a hot topic. Uh, Starbucks, 
versus Duncan. Um, <laughs> good one, George. 58% of y'all said Starbucks. 42% said Duncan. Um, probably, probably about what I would expect. I was expecting a little more for Starbucks, but I know there's a lot more Duncan fans than I realized. I guess. Um, so that's uh, what people voted. Uh, fortunately, Facebook still isn't doing polls, so we didn't really get much or we didn't get anything from Facebook. But uh, I'll start the roundtable, and I'm not a huge fan of either, but if I had to choose, I'm going to go with Starbucks. I feel like I, I feel like they're more consistent, and I know what they're going to taste like, um, especially like some of their basic roasts, like the veranda or whatever it's called. I don't know what it's called. The one with the hummingbird. And, and then I'm a big fan of... Uh, some of their pumpkin fall drinks, and I'm a big fan of their Christmas blend. I really like Christmas blends. I actually prefer buying the beans and drinking, making it at home. I, I think it somehow, for some reason, tastes better than when I get it at Starbucks. Anyways, Starbucks are on every corner. It's super. They're super convenient. I just, I, I think their stores are cozy. I think it's a cozy atmosphere in their stores. It's, there's something about Starbucks that screams holidays and hanging out with friends or family. I don't know. I'm a Starbucks guy if I had to choose between the two. Um, although, and this is going to sample a topic that we're going to get into in a bit. Jimmy's over there turning red right now. Yeah, hold on one second, Jimmy. I'll let you talk. Uh, we'll talk about this more in a few minutes when we officially <laughs> kick off our um, uh, hot to- or our random topics section. But I made a joke on Twitter, you know, I... I always go local, you know, maybe I don't know why so many people seem to not try their local coffee shops, like try them out and make, they make really good coffee. So we'll talk about that more in a few minutes, but that's my take Starbucks. All right, I'll go. <laughs> Jimmy's like, all right, I'm going to destroy you. Jimmy? No, no, no. All right. So I am a customer of both chains. Um, I do like both. However, I will take, Duncan nine times out of ten for a new for numerous reasons. Uh, first of all, I'm a college kid. Uh, it's cheaper, much cheaper than Starbucks. First of all, uh, or second of all, actually, Starbucks get your sizes right. I'm sick of having to clarify okay. what's large, venti, tall, <laughs> the, whatever the um, what are the sizes. I don't know. It's stupid. Get that right. Um, but anyways, I pulled up some facts. So according to Sorry, Jimmy. Have you ever seen? Have you ever seen role models? That's what exactly uh, no. what I was gonna say. Oh, you've never seen role models? Oh, I've seen that scene. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay, but yeah. I've never seen the movie. Yeah, congratulations. That's exactly you're stupid in three languages. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Get it right. Uh, so, according to the world caffe- worldcaffeine.com, there were blind taste tests done by Consumer Reports, and there, like the findings, consistently show Dunkin' and McDonald's have better taste tests, and Starbucks has been said that like have the worst taste uh, wow. out of the samples that they've had, like by far. So people say that the coffee there is burned; it's bitter. Uh, it it's is. way too expensive. First of all, they don't have donuts. That's a big thing. Come on now, <laughs> I want a donut in the morning. There's plenty of perks, plenty of rewards. I know Starbucks has. But a do you want a Dunkin' Donuts too. donut? Huh? But do you want a donut from Dunkin'? I'd rather have Krispy Kreme, but Starbucks food, they're tra- <laughs> it's trash. Starbucks food is absolute garbage. That's it is, true. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, hey, Starbucks, if you want to sponsor us, I mean, sure. We're but, killing it. 
Market I agree with Starbucks you. Starbucks are totally going to sponsor this. <laughs> I agree with you, Jordan, when you say the vibe in the Starbucks is better. I totally agree. Mm -hmm. I, I go to both, but I will go to Dunkin' more often than not. But I will pick local coffee shops any mm -hmm. day of the week over those two. But if I'm in a pinch or I'm in a rush, I'll probably go through the Dunkin' yeah. drive through line because they're more efficient. They're more consistent. Starbucks is ungodly long of lines. Just true. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's almost a uh, like symbol of, I don't know if it's just, I don't even know, just walking around with a Starbucks cup you know, and showing that logo. It's like a, I, I, I think, and I, I, I real quick, because you a funny point. I feel like Starbucks is the, if there could be a poster child for oppressive corporatism or just, you know, corporate America <laughs> oh. gone crazy. Oh, it's here, Starbucks. here we go. <laughs> the truth. And I totally agree. And if yeah. you hear the CEO talk, man, he says some disconnected stuff sometimes. Yeah, but know. they treat From their Starbucks? employees really yeah. well. No, you're right, yeah. Hannah. That's actually, I'm glad you said that because I have a lot of friends that have worked there and they actually don't have any negatives to say about employment. That, no, that and dude, they like uh, give them really great benefits. Yeah, yeah. That dude uh, was uh, considering running for president, wasn't he? Yes. Yeah. Howard something. Yeah, something Howard. Howard. <laughs> so crazy. Howard Schultz or something. I don't know. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, something. All right. Are you 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 good, Jimmy, or do you need to defend? No, nope. <laughs> I'm fine. They know where uh, I stand. We'll, we'll get your we'll get everyone's input too on local coffee when we talk about that in a mm -hmm. bit. But uh, all right, Hannah or Dan. Hannah, what do you think? Um, I actually well, it's not gonna probably be helpful, but I agree with both. So. <laughs> I will choose Duncan's coffee if I'm having straight coffee. So like I make cold brew at home and I've never bought a bag of Starbucks coffee to make cold brew because I don't actually like their straight, straight up coffee. Um, Duncan and McDonald's is actually exactly what I go for to make cold brew coffee unless it's like a local. It's really shop. bitter at Starbucks, right? Yeah, I you say so. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of their like black coffee. Um, however, I don't um, like many of the craft drinks at Dunkin'. I think that all of their stuff has too much milk in it and is too sweet. Whereas yeah. with Starbucks, yes. I'm able to customize it exactly how I want. Um, the options are obviously a lot more plentiful at Starbucks. And you have a lot more of like the um, dairy alternative options, which I don't ever um, get straight milk. So Starbucks for me, um, I like the drinks there more because I don't usually get straight coffee. But if I'm making cold brew at home, Dunkin' is what I would mm -hmm. prefer as far as that goes. But if I have the option to get a drink from either place, it would almost always be Starbucks. But again, that's I'm not getting straight coffee. I'm getting usually mm -hmm. like a blonde vanilla latte. And so. I think that's the main point where they defer is exactly mm -hmm. what you just said. I only get like black coffee or black right. like iced Americanos. In Starbucks, it's just so beyond bitter. It's kind of unbearable. Right. Uh, but when you're, it comes to, like you said, crafted drinks at Dunkin', it's almost too much milk, too much dairy, and you can't customize it. So I get it in that sense. But um, yeah, like it all depends on what you're ordering. And McDonald's have very commercial like coffee options. And mm -hmm. I get it, obviously. So if I'm wanting more of like a coffee shop type drink, if I'm not going local, like 
I would go to Starbucks. And I do agree with Jordan, even though it sounds so silly. Like, I love Christmas time at Starbucks. Yeah. yeah. They make it feel so oh, yeah, fun. You got the sure. red cup and, and your yeah. peppermint options. Like, it's just, it's fun. Whereas when you're going to a big commercial chain like that, like Starbucks doesn't have the same feel as a Dunkin', a McDonald's or something like that. Yeah. Um, you, you but know, I do agree that if you're just talking straight black coffee, that Dunkin' has better black coffee. You know, I I think too, Hannah and Jimmy and Dan, maybe that's why I chose Starbucks because of the vibes. Because the more I think about it, their coffee's pretty bad. Like it's it's pretty rough. (laughs) It's not, yeah, it's not anything spectacular. But the actual like craft drinks they have are way right. Or like some of their espressos, Mm -hmm. like you know me, I'm a big espresso guy. Some of their espressos are way better than your average espresso. So Mm -hmm. stuff like that, I suppose. But yeah, that's it. I think that's all I have. Damn. Talk about local. Yeah. Um. So I'm along the same lines. Uh, I so I grew up, uh, in Strongsville. We had a Starbucks where. A lot of times we would, and Jimmy knows that Jimmy knows where the Starbucks used to be. It's not there anymore. It's at a different spot. But um, we used to like go, like what Jordan and Hannah were talking about with the the atmosphere. Uh, we would just go there sometimes. If it was like two or three of us hanging out, we would go to Starbucks and just hang out there. Like even if it, like if it was in the summer, we would sit on the patio outside. If it was in the winter, you know, obviously we'd sit inside. But um, you know, most Starbucks have like are like all glass enclosed. So like when it is winter, it's really cool to go and sit down there, have a cup of coffee and just like look outside if it's snowing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, Dunk Duncan is definitely more convenient because, uh, you know, like you said, you guys said like the, the, the drive through at Starbucks, the weights are ungodly a lot of the times because you've got people like they have like 782 different types of, uh, coffee drinks at Starbucks. So like, You'll be in line and you'll hear somebody order a dirty chai tea mochaccino, uh, <laughs> frappuccino, uh, you know, tea or something like that. It's it's just really like right absurd, and it takes like twelve minutes to make it. Whereas you go to like Dunkin', like yeah, can I get a, a large iced coffee with uh, French vanilla in it or something? And it's done like right away, and you don't have to wait. Like there's a there's a Duncan right up the street for me on uh, Lorraine and I stopped there a decent amount before work and it's like super quick. You just go right through. So yeah, that's a good point. Um, but, but your drinks half milk. What? But your drinks half milk and the coffee. Oh, that, du- yeah, I, yeah, that's- <laughs> it's, Oh God. I have to like, anytime I go to Duncan, I have to tell them like, like, very 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 light on like any sort of flavoring that i get yep and even then it's like oh yeah i generally just i just tell duncan to make it black i don't even bother with cream you know? yeah do we all like um, black coffee here or no is that i, it's not, I oh, yeah. almost it, it exclusively dep- drink black now it depends from it depends for me if i'm gonna drink coffee black it has to be a really 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 good coffee I'll only drink it black iced. I can't drink it black hot for whatever reason. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Really? I feel like you'd be opposite. I'm the no. opposite. The only, in fact, yeah. the only coffee I, I drink that. that's not black now is, is, uh, is like cold brew or iced. Or no, because <laughs> I feel like when it's hot, it tastes burnt to me. But if you do a cold brew coffee, like the taste is really good. 
Mm-hmm. Hmm. And then when it comes okay. to local coffee shops, it just, I think it trumps. That's totally Trump different. <laughs> yeah. Well, cold brew, cold brew and iced coffee are two different things, right? Correct. I like yeah. cold brew yeah. coffee. Black. Okay. Got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not the biggest coffee, like. Kind of sore. Yeah. It, it took me a while to figure that out, that like iced coffee doesn't mean cold brew. So if you, if you go to like a fancy coffee shop and you see like cold brew on the thing, like don't expect to be getting an iced coffee. It's going to taste totally different. Correct. I, yeah. It's actually I, brewed with cold water. Right, right, right. When I first started drinking coffee, it was actually out of those glass Starbucks, like, you know, Frappuccino things that are just packaged. Yeah. Every, you'd find them everywhere. I was like in fifth or sixth grade. I just want to try one. And now I'll try one if I were to do it. If I were to do it now, oh. yeah, just so, so sweet, so nasty, so sweet. But um, yeah, I had my first real like nine to five job, I guess, a few summers ago. And you know, I was like 18, 19 years old, had to get up super early in the morning. And I never had coffee before that. And I was like, all right, yeah, let's have this. I need it. And I would just pour tons of sugar and tons of creamer in it. And that's how I used uh, to drink it. Gosh, now I'm just strictly yeah. black. But um, yep. yeah, you saw You're the such an adult now, Jimmy. Yeah, I, I, uh, 22 <laughs> or 52. I don't know. I, I have, have a mortgage and three kids. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not true. None of that's true. Yeah. Well, the kids' part might be, but you still we live don't know. Mom, mom, <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, this, uh, this certainly brings us to a, a good uh, segment and a, or a good place to go to the next segment. Um, like I said, I made a joke on Twitter. I wasn't joking though; I was being serious. You know, it does it. I ninety percent of the time. <laughs> he a, said, "He said I make a I made a joke on Twitter, but I wasn't joking. I was serious. No, I was being serious." <laughs> 90% of the time I'm going to go to a local spot, especially in Ohio and Cleveland where there's a whole bunch of decent or not decent, a whole bunch of excellent uh, local coffee places. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a little weird now because some of them have met, closed out. They're like reduced hours due to the coronavirus. However, I still find it's easier to find one of the local places than to wait in one of those Starbucks lines. So um especially the the lines in starbucks are worse than ever right now Mm -hmm. Uh, so with that being said i wanted my first random topic of the week to be uh support your local coffee shops if you have not really tried local coffee i highly recommend you do it's a different experience sometimes you can generally get your basic coffee experience at a local coffee shop um you can make it as fancy or as basic as you want it's pretty Pretty much the same as uh, as a chain, except I'm I, I'm going to argue it tastes a lot better. Plus, you're supporting a local business. Uh, some of my favorite, and by the way, I'm going to list these coffee shops, and y'all let me know if I missed any good ones. Um, some of my favorites are Rising Star, uh, Phoenix, Duck Rabbit, Six Shooter, Troubadour Roasters. Um, now those I just listed, those are all roasters. So they're actually roasting their own coffee. Uh, the next ones I'm going to list are shops that sell a lot of these local places. So you have poor, they sell various roasters, including some local stuff. Um, I think poor might also make their own coffee. So I apologize greatly if I get, if I got that wrong. Uh, but they're one of the original like craft coffee shops in Cleveland. And if you haven't been there, you have to go there. It's so good. Um, playgrounds, which actually, uh, the Mariano's from our church own. So, yes. Shout yeah. out. 
Yeah, playgrounds is great. The the concept is it's kind of a place for moms or parents uh, to come bring their children and they have like toys and stuff for the kids to play. Um, however, it's also just a coffee shop if you want to stop in and get a cup of coffee. Obviously, the whole children's playing idea is not going on right now, but they still make great, sell great coffee. It's actually Phoenix. They serve Phoenix coffee. So, um, sorry, can I say something real quick? Yeah, yeah. So for playgrounds, they're actually one of the few places I've found that does lavender, that has that as an option. So I get their lavender lattes, and it is so good. And I have not been able to find a lot of coffee shops in the area that offer yeah, the lavender option. Is it like a, is it like an oil or something? Or how do they get the lavender flavor in there? Do you know? It's a syrup. Yeah, it's a lavender like a syrup, syrup, I believe. Yeah. That's really cool. Um, yeah. yeah. So they have... They have so good even in normal times they have pretty reduced hours but now they're a little more reduced i think it's eight to noon if i'm correct um somewhere yeah. around those lines i think maybe eight to one on saturdays um yeah it's actually walking distance in my place now so i've walked a couple times this past week great place and you know obviously we're biased because we know the marianos but um mm -hmm. uh yeah but give a give them a call heather will take care of you it's a great place. And again, they serve Phoenix, which is a very well-known roaster in Cleveland. And you um, can order online. And yeah. yeah you can order, a pickup yeah, time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So then there's the Root Cafe in Lakewood. Uh, they serve duck rabbit. So that's kind of cool. If you don't want to make the trip all the way to Tremont, you can get your duck rabbit coffee at Root. And La Taza Rica, which is a new coffee shop that just opened about two months ago. They serve... Say it with an accent. <laughs> La Taza Rica. <laughs> Ah, there it they, is. Uh, they serve Troubadour. So that's cool. Troubadour is oh, great. Troubadour. Yeah, they're from uh, Fairview. So they serve Troubadour. Uh, and they're basically an extension of Troubadours. It's the same owners. And then Good Kind. Uh, they are also in Lakewood. Really cool place. They, I don't know exact. I can't remember exactly. I think they might serve Duck Rabbit. They, they serve various roasters, if I'm correct. Again, apologies if I'm wrong. But they, they, they do have some really cool roasters they sell there. Uh, Good Kind is a right across the street from Barrio in Lakewood. So uh, I know a couple times on Sundays we've gone as a group and walked over and gotten coffee after. So, so those Excuse are the ones. Me. Did you say Barrio? Uh, yes. You know, there's uh, now one going into Great Northern Mall. I did hear it's going to be right next to the. Yeah, ramp. I saw that. So, yeah, that's yeah. kind of cool. So, uh, yeah, those are those are the coffee shops I've been to and I frequent. All those are ones that I frequent at some point throughout the month, um, especially now because I just feel like I need to support them. So if you guys have any others to add, I, you know, I, you know, let's hear it. Or if you just want to discuss, Jimmy, I know you had some thoughts on local coffee. I know you've been into the Kent scene. Yeah, I was going to bring that up. I mean, you pretty much hit all the big ones, in, you know, around Cleveland uh, that I've been to my. Local coffee shop knowledge around here is kind of limited. I've only really been to, you know, um, like Rising Star, Lou, Poor, uh, Phoenix. They Rising have Star's the goat. Yeah, I love Rising Star. It is the goat. Uh, it's you stop it. You wait, wait, who's your it. favorite? Jimmy Phoenix. Your yeah, he likes like Phoenix. Phoenix. Okay. Phoenix yeah. is very good, too. I'll take yeah. Phoenix. But, but um, nobody rises like the star. <laughs> that's right. But, um, and uh, what was I going to say? Kent. Kent State, yeah. Mm -hmm. So they have three big local coffee shops, and I've actually worked with a few of them. 
Oh, nice. Um, in my old job, like helping promote them through a, like a VIP card we had at my old job. There's Scribbles, Tree City, Bentry Coffee. Um, but yeah, like we were saying earlier, just all phenomenal cold brews, iced coffee. Like I would get it over Starbucks or Dunkin' any day. So I, I hope they're doing uh, good in times like these. I know the students are pretty much gone from campus. So it's super important yeah. to support local business. It's kind of a bummer, you know. I hope they stay around, but um, yeah, I, I don't know where I'm going here, but local coffee shops, well, he's right yeah, no. greater than greater me, than. I'm going to bounce one thing off, and then I want to hear everybody else's opinion. Rice and Star, by the way, Dan, you know the star is inspired by the Texas star? That's where uh, they got I it. I knew that. And you switched his opinion. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy, Jimmy, you got room on the Phoenix bandwagon? <laughs> yep, plenty of room. I'm just kidding. I like the state of Texas. State of Texas is cool. Woo! Anna, what is it? Is it this? Welcome. Uh, is that what we do, Jordan? Uh, no, it's actually the opposite. Oh, okay, it goes up. Sorry, my bad. Sorry. <laughs> and then this is oh, like, wait. This is so, sorry, my, my quarterback does this. Oh, yeah, your quarterback. Uh, yeah, we're not going to get into that right now. What's that? <laughs> okay. All right. Hannah, you also appreciate Texas, too, don't you? I do. Yeah. I feel like I was Yeah, but she like she Texas. likes one specific part of Texas that Jordan doesn't like. That's it's the saddest true. part. It's okay. It's the saddest That's part of Texas. I really <laughs> loved Fort Worth. Fort Worth was awesome. Well, that's like right next to Dallas. Yeah. It's like an hour. Yeah, but Yeah, like, but they're almost like twin cities. They have they have their own airport. Both yeah. of them. Um no, Yeah, no. but Hannah, Hannah and then Dan, if you want to close out this, uh what are your your any favorite of the Coffee shops we talked about. Any of your any locals your favorite? Yeah. So uh, you obviously hit on a lot. I mean, Jordan, you and I are very fortunate to live in Lakewood because we could right. just walk up and down, you know, Madison and hit right. up all sorts of awesome coffee shops. Right. Um, and I'm also in walking distance of playgrounds, which is fantastic. Um, yeah. The other one that I actually do frequent a lot is Erie Island Coffee. Oh, I forgot about them. Yeah, yeah, I really like their coffee. Yeah. Um, and they are right by the Planet Fitness that I used to go to. Um, and they also have a shop downtown on East 4th. Mm, not for I mean, long. Closing, no, no. no, it's closing. closing. Yeah, it is yeah, closing. Yeah. Yeah. But the they that's where that, one is the one I know. That's where that yeah. Roman uh, pizza cafe is going. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Um, and then another shop that I actually got to visit before shortly before all this happened was Bruella's oh. in Lakewood. And that is a really cute coffee shop. It's on Madison. They're all on Madison. Oh yeah. This is this the one near like a Thai place or something? Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, it's further um west. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what kind of coffee they serve. I should know the answer to that, but it's just a really cute place. Um it's like a little boutique shop. So I like that place, and they. Um, the other thing I like about Erie Island is they have really good breakfast food as well. So they have like really great bagel sandwiches. So that's always yeah, it's a good bonus. But otherwise, I mean, I'm a big Rising Star, Duck Rabbit, Phoenix yeah. <clears throat> Playground, Addicted in Lakewood is really good too. Oh, um, isn't that new? Mm-hmm. That's oh, the other I thought of another house. new. Real quick, I thought of another new one that's literally the closest one to my house. It's like oh, two min- a one minute walk. It's called uh, Burning River Coffee. It's uh, it's right next to GV Art. It's right next to GV Art. 
Oh, okay. They sell Caruso. They sell Caruso's coffee, which I believe is technically a local coffee. Oh, and Nature's Oasis, but I think they use Rising Star. They use Rising Star, yeah. Yeah. Because they're smart. Yeah, <laughs> right. Mm -hmm. Dan, Rising Star, I assume. Yep. Okay. No, <laughs> no. Um, Rising also, Star. Huh? Don't you like Duck Rabbit too? You're a big Duck Rabbit guy. I've been there twice. So. Oh, okay, okay. It's not bad. Yeah. But, um, like, I don't, you know, whatever. It's it's okay. It's good. But, yeah, I've only been there, like, twice. Um, I go to Rising Star a lot. Uh, I go to Erie, Erie Island Coffee a lot. The one in Rocky River I've gone to, like, a couple Saturdays just to, like, get some work done. Um, yeah. That's my favorite thing about going to a local coffee shop is just going on, like, a Saturday morning and then just, like, either working on stuff for the podcast or just, like, doing some other work um for you know different stuff different projects but um yeah i would say those two are probably my number one and two and then phoenix too i've always liked phoenix like yeah uh going back anytime i've been downtown and have wanted coffee i would usually just go to phoenix so yeah but, i mean pretty much everybody else has hit everything else so i don't yeah. really want to be redundant or anything but no doubt yeah. I have to clarify, Caruso's is 100% local. So I, I said technically. No, they are local. They're from Northeast Ohio. Thanks for clarifying. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, well, I don't want to throw them under the bus. Appreciate it. Well, we've been throwing everybody else under the bus tonight. So. <laughs> I know. <laughs> All right. Main, main question, how is their typography? Caruso's? You know, yes. I, I have to leave that to Jimmy. He's the expert. <laughs> yeah, let me come to this place and I'll let you know. Google it. Oh, you know what place we haven't even talked about that that is like one of my favorites is Loop. Oh yeah, yeah. No, we yeah. mentioned it. Wow, really yeah, good. We, 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 There's so many, you guys. Jordan, Jimmy, so we, we spent like we spent like four hours there one yeah. Saturday. Got yeah, we so did. Hyped on caffeine. That was like that was like right before uh, we. That was like uh, when we could still go to places. Yeah, we spent about planning, we were planning episode 100 there, if I remember. Yeah, about that. <laughs> dropping eventually yeah just wait there's for a it. newer coffee shop on detroit too by um i don't remember what it's called that pizza place i wanted to try with you guys oh caffeine caffeine, caffeine. yeah i've been there i don't know what the pizza place what's is. the pizza place you wanted to try maybe it's not a pizza place whatever that restaurant is right sauce right what sauce the tap room yeah 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 great oh. uh, yeah. caffeine just went in there not that long ago and i went there and it's really cute inside the yeah. drinks were great cool cool guys this is great support your local coffee shops people stop going to starbucks maybe go to duncan if you're in a pinch i don't know yeah <laughs> cold bro there we go <laughs> all right does anybody else because i had another topic but this one a little longer than expected uh i can hold it for now who does anyone else want to go with their a random topic that they have ready to go Jimmy, what do you got? Is it the what what's trending, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh. Jordan's been calling Jordan's been calling it random topics all night. Yeah, I don't um, know. I don't know why I did. Yeah, that. I'm confused. I'm like, did I not prepare properly? Okay. <laughs> Jimmy, what's trending with you, man? So I have a couple different things. Um, I have two, and I think both are worthy of talking about. Uh, the it. first one, what's trending? I mean, how could we not bring it up? It's TikTok. Um, oh my gosh, that was on my list. Damn it. Okay. Well, we don't have to talk. I have another. No, good we can one just, that I no, we can just combine it. We can combine okay. it. Okay. So, so TikTok, it's been around for a long time, but here's some quick stats brought to you by influencermarketinghub.com. So, this guy. 
TikTok is the second most TikTok is the second most downloaded free app in 2019, the fourth most downloaded free iPhone app in 2019. It has the highest social media engagement rates per post. There are 400 million active daily users in China. Oh More God. people use it in China than there are people in the US. Uh, 800 million active users worldwide. That's 10.2% of the world's population. Like that, that is disgusting wow. how many people use this app and just how and it's all much kids. It Does anyone here have TikTok? No. They have it's not all kids. Did you not hear it? 400 million just in China? 800 no, million people. There's, four, the there's 400 million kids in China. Well, you know 800 million people worldwide. It's definitely not just kids. People making well, serious money off this. There's there's a lot of like yeah. social media like YouTube stars that have transitioned to TikTok too. Oh, oh yeah, that's annoying. Tons. I cannot get that, it. Is it is I TikTok where that's sucked in? Yeah, is TikTok where that stupid uh uh classy bougie ratchet dance thing started? Pretty much. Yeah. Oh, God. you know you know how I so describe annoying. TikTok? It's it's Vine on drugs. That's yeah. what. It yeah, it's definitely it's not Vine, good. It's Vine on acid. Yeah, yeah. It's so funny. I mean, I, like, so much like I know what being on acid is is like. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know. TikTok is just. It definitely seems like it's more marketed towards kids, but I think that's how it started, and now it's just skyrocketed into something else. People and, are so creative with it. And creepy. So, it's like I that's saw the thing. I can't do it because I was on Facebook and someone posted like a series of TikTok videos of this family that was doing challenges. I'm not kidding you. I watched every single one, <laughs> like for an hour. I was like, "This is why I cannot download the app because I, I tried, love watching stuff like that." I tried to get Jimmy to make us a TikTok account. Uh, no, I won't. I refuse. I'll get so sucked in. I already know. I refuse. Yeah. I downloaded it one time, and I think I just checked it out <laughs> maybe ten minutes, and I just deleted it. I was like, "I can't." It I mean, just screams. I mean, you it made a. I'm such a sucker for that. Stuff. Jimmy, you did. You did technically make a TikTok. You just didn't put it on TikTok. You put it on Twitter. It's just a video. Your basketball <laughs> thing. Yeah, but but that's so all it's a video is. on TikTok? That that's all it is. It's like you, you make a video and you put a song behind it. So all TikToks are videos. Does that mean all videos are TikToks? Oh no. No, because, okay, there you go. no, no, because TikToks uh isn't it like TikToks can't be longer than like ten seconds or something? I don't know. No, I don't know. TikTok is <laughs> that was like Vine. TikToks are They're way longer. Way oh, okay. longer. See, I know nothing about this, so yeah. I, yeah. You know, Jimmy and everyone, one TikTok TikTok trend, and I only saw a few, so I don't know why I'm he calling it. He said TikTok. Whatever. TikTok. TikTok. <laughs> um, one TikTok I saw that was going around was like kids were making coronavirus horror TikToks. And oh, it was, honestly, I'm not even kidding. I thought it was so interesting and fascinating. Get out of here. It no, is. I'm serious. It was like. I'll show you the videos later, but it was, it would be these little quick clips with no with no uh, voice. They just had like subtitles and it would show these people like friends hanging out together and they'd be like, Hey, remember when the virus hit? That was weird. We couldn't hang out. And then like one of the friends will turn to the main person and be like, what are you talking about? It's still going on. And then another one will be like, yeah, that was three years ago and we still can't hang out with our friends. And oh, then suddenly, like, this crackling noise starts, and, like, all the friends disappear, and it's just them alone <laughs> in a room. And it was so I, it, freaky. I was I like, mean, wait, what? <laughs> I just sent you guys one, all three of you, a, a TikTok that I saw on Twitter. 
if we're talking about creative, this guy like takes the cake. I'm not sure if I sent this to you, Dan, but I showed a few of my friends, and it's absurd. Oh, you, you did, it. yeah. You it sent just this makes to me. me wish I was yeah. that creative and witty. I like, don't have that like much that. time. I'm yeah, just that's not that, that too. Not that creative. Well, that's actually we're a lie. I have to do we that. all the time in the world. We all have right we all have Everybody. all the time right now. But mm. yeah, uh, yeah, that's another thing. I'm also like Hannah said, I'm not that creative, so. I just, this I just it would like that 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 TikTok you just sent us would take me four days to make. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys need to watch it after, but it's I absurd. It, it, I don't know. I just, I, I feel like it's probably gonna go away, fade away eventually, like Vine kind of did, but Vine got yeah. bought out. I think it was Vine got bought by was it Instagram? I think. <clears throat> I think so. And then Facebook bought, and then Facebook bought Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, know. what? perfect timing for an app like this i mean people have yeah. all the time in the world and they're on social media constantly yeah. i mean it's the perfect storm yeah it is so that's yeah. my one what's trending i don't know if you want me to do the second one because this is a good conversation piece what do you got so we all remember the movie tropic thunder yes Man. so on twitter <laughs> there's a hashtag going around saying like cancel rdj robert downey jr no! because young kids are just now finding out that he played a black guy in this movie uh <laughs> yeah, and a lot of young basically. users on twitter are outraged they're like cancel this movie cancel of course, robert of downey course they jr. are like they're like just now figuring this out and they don't cancel, understand cancel culture yeah. yeah so right. i mean we've all seen the movie I yes. hate people yep. well, so it just, much. It just goes back to like it's it's similar to like when we talked about the office a couple weeks ago. Like early episodes of the office would never be allowed to be on TV now. Mm-hmm. Because people get offended with literally everything. Just people are yeah. it, it's cancel um, culture, man. It's just like so it I'll say this. It's bored. obviously the topic that they're this it's extremely touchy and offensive, but the way they portrayed yes. it. The way they portrayed the movie was a satire. Exactly, it was right. not a, a straight comedy. They weren't using it to like, right. oh, this is funny. Let's make. They were using it to portray how white actors think they can play any character yes. of exactly. any race. That's yes. the whole. You know, if you have an issue with it, I respect that. Don't watch the movie. I get it, but it just cracks me up that so many people are like figuring this out now. I'm like, that movie came out. First of all, that movie was a huge hit when y'all were yes. like four years old. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And it was really fun. It's a really funny movie. If you haven't seen yeah. it, I'm not going to argue with anyone if they're offended by it. It's very offensive from start to finish. It's super offensive, but it's but, supposed to be right. But, but, it's but also, not- but also like, but also like, like what, what kinds of people are, are supposedly getting offended by it? Is it people yeah. that should be offended by it, but or is it people who are looking for something to right. get offended and, about? And if and if there's someone, you know, if, if someone is offended for, then j- again, just that's fine. I'm not going to argue. There's certain comedies that are harsh, and and if, if you don't find it fun, comedy is subjective. If you don't find it yeah. funny, fair enough. But I, I, it is kind of funny that people are rediscovering this. I'm like, yeah, no, you were like four when that came out, and we were all seeing that when that came out. But and yeah. that's what a lot of the tweets are. They're like, does that? Did anybody know about this? Am I yeah, just now yeah. finding this out? Yeah, yeah we've all known about it. <laughs> yeah, like, well, like, man. what do you like? Most movies that were uh, came out in like the '60s, I'm sure, had some sort of, you know, something offense that that people would find offensive today. It's just a different time. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. And they were, and like I said, they were playing off the fact that movies in the 60s would have white people playing a native person or white people right. playing a person of another right. race. That's right. not their race. It's a different time. Hey, you know? 
hey, the Wayne brothers uh, played white women. Yeah. Oh, and white chicks. Yeah, <laughs> white yeah. chicks. <laughs> that is a great movie. That is, is that offensive? Movies. That is probably one of my favorite stupid movies. It's yeah. so it's bad. Oh, Terry so Crews. Oh, it's the, the Terry Crews part with uh, Michelle Branch, the Michelle Branch song. No, uh, not Michelle Branch. Um, and I need you. Vanessa Carlton. That's right. Vanessa and I miss you. Great, great and movie. Now I want. Okay. Good stuff. Good stuff. So there yeah. you go. That's what's <laughs> trending, guys. We should consider a musical episode. Oh, oh God. Okay, maybe. Uh, well, people, people keep okay. people keep tweeting at us that uh, they want us to go back to our other intro song, but eh. I love can't the old that. intro song. Yeah, wow. there's reasons why we can't do that. Yeah, so. no. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's why that's why those tweets go unanswered all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Moving on. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, <clears throat> anyway. All right. Anybody else got if, one if, they want hey, to drop? Hey, on? If you're out there and you really like our other intro song, go on Spotify, go on Apple Music, go on YouTube, and look it up and listen to it. But we're not going to have anything to do with it anymore. Truth. Cease and desist. Okay. Moving okay. on. This was fun. Um, <laughs> Anna, do you got any topics you want to drop on? <laughs> any trends? <laughs> um, listen to I... your heart. Right. I don't know what I uh, like. I don't was not prepared for a trending topic. Yeah, that's, that, I, no, that's fine. Yeah, I wasn't like Jordan put you on the spot there. No, well, he mentioned it like right before this started, but I don't know that I have anything super. That's fine. Exciting and trending. I mean, I was really hey, in the NFL draft last week. That was going to be mine. Was thing. I was going to be mine. Sorry, me and Jimmy are stealing all your stuff. No, that's fine. Uh, no, that's it was cool. Just nice to have a sports thing to watch yeah. that was relevant and like for yes. everyone to be involved in it um so that was a big thing that consumed my week last week but other than that i'm personally come oh. to think about football oh. personally i really thought i kind of liked first of all i don't hate roger goodell i know a lot of people do i personally don't but <laughs> i will say he is a stiff man Oh yeah, like dude, he, not, so he does not. He was, good he was turning arm. back to the TV, and be like, "Come on, you guys can do better than that." Right? Come on, boo me! And then he would like turn around and like smirk, and be like, oh, "It, it was funny. It was funny when he was a part of the Bud Light commercial that said yeah. the commissioner." I thought that yeah. was because yeah. at this point, it's just a, it's just a thing you do, whether right. you. Like right. people right. yeah people don't like like even at a normal draft like last year people were like laughing as they were booing the commissioner it's just it's just it's tradition right. now mm-hmm. right who, who the commissioner and it it'll be the same thing if it was somebody else like people used to boo david stern royally when oh, he did the man. nba draft and, and then adam a, silver he's viewed as an think, icon now yeah i think the first time adam silver did the draft they like cheered him because it was it wasn't yeah. david stern but then they started <laughs> turning on him too and even though Talk about guys being stiffs and being weird dudes. Adam Silver looks like a, <laughs> he's an alien. He's an oh alien. my gosh, he's looks like a, a vampire. Though he I think, a, man, I think he is phenomenal. He's a he's phenomenal. So good. He's he really to. good, but oh my god, like, dude, dude, go back on YouTube and watch the Cavs uh, ring night ceremony. Yes. <laughs> oh my, he's like, there's been a lot of talk about the past, but tonight. We talk about the present, and it's time to hand out the rings. <laughs> like that's—it sounds like a record, like a like one of those uh, 
like auto-tuned phone recordings. Right, right. See, I think it's so great. And I think that's probably why I love The Office so much, because I love awkwardness. Right, so right, watching, watching right. Roger Goodell made me so happy. I'm like, this oh is just fantastic. I was, I so was, uncomfortable. I, I was watching the crime, the crime aid episode of The Office right before uh, uh, we started recording, and they're in the conference room and they're talking about it. And Michael goes, because they're doing an auction for you know to raise money for all the stuff that got stolen in the office. <laughs> he goes. Yeah, you know, we can just, you know, auction people off, you know, like in the old days. And the, the, cam- the camera the camera cuts to Stanley and he's just like. <laughs> oh, the classic. Like, oh. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. If yeah. If, if you're a cringe fan like Hannah is, watch The Office. It'll 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 be all like cringe here, right? I think. Oh, yeah. I love cringe yeah. humor. Cringe is great. Yeah, I mean, if it's really bad, it it shoots like like the willies up like my arms and stuff. But I love that. The yep. willies. Hey, the willies. I don't know. I didn't know what to say. You sound like an eighty year old man when you say that. The willies. Oh. The willies. <laughs> what was that? I don't know. Jimmy screamed and like <laughs> eight, and I heard eighteen different people. Oh, eighteen devils! What? <laughs> Jimmy, what happened? Huh? Huh? I'm so confused. What's going on? You screamed and your mic like flipped out. Oh, I didn't scream. Did it really? You 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 went. You were a little loud and your mic like ah. Uh oh. Is this an unfriended situation? Uh oh. I don't know what that means. Has anyone seen that movie? No. No. Never mind. All right. I know what it is, Jordan. (laughs) And it's a scary time to watch it. Yeah. All the zooming going on. (laughs) All right. Why don't we? Unless anyone has any other talk. Uh, well, I haven't said any. Both of mine oh, got stolen. We but, took oh. Well, no, go, but I wanted to kind of expand on the draft a little bit because yeah, yeah, uh, let's do it. Let's do it. I thought for the first time, and I'm just going to talk about the Browns because we are a Cleveland podcast. Even though we, well, we did talk about local. I got my Browns shirt on. Look at that! Salute to service. Mm-hmm. Um, I for the first time in a long time, I not that I'm like, oh, they hit every pick out of the park. Like all these guys are great. But as far as like positions go, like it's the first time in a long time the draft of the Browns. Like, like you look at it and you're like, okay, that makes a lot of sense. Like why they did that. Like you don't have to be like you look at a pick and you're like, why in the world did they do that? And then you have to like try because you're a fan of the team. You have to like convince yourself like what right. they did was like really smart. And then you know ninety percent of the time whatever the Browns did was stupid. So you look like an idiot. But. I thought this year they were really uh, smart, and mm-hmm. it go and it's interesting because their front office is all uh, Ivy Leaguers now. So smart and Ivy League kind of go hand in hand. So mm-hmm. there's a little bit of a correlation there. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I like what they did. Like when they took Jed Willis with the tenth pick, like obviously I wanted them to take a tackle, so I was good with that. But me personally, and I'm not an NFL talent evaluator, so this is why I'm not truly upset with it. I wanted Tristan Wirfs, but you know, if they thought Jed Willis was better, then uh, kudos to them. They're smarter than I am. So uh, I really liked, and I know Hannah's going to like this. I loved picking Peoples Jones in the sixth round. Uh, <laughs> Urban Meyer from Ohio Ohio State's old coach said that he he thought that he could have been a top ten pick, which I think is a little. Like a guy 
a guy that should should be a top ten pick isn't going to fall to the sixth round. I mean, unless it's Tom Brady, but <laughs> right. Uh, hey, who knows? So I, I, I mean, I liked it. I, I like uh, Peoples Jones. Um, I like getting Grant Delpit in the second round. The linebacker from LSU they got in the third round. I thought was a little bit of a reach, but they need linebackers. So again, the position makes sense. Let's just hope they can coach up these players. Um, and yeah, I, I thought they went for. A lot of potential with their picks. So it's going to be interesting to see uh, what they do. They still have the most cap space in the NFL. So they're still going to be out in the trade market. I know they're still monitoring Jadevian Clowney, who's, who's still a free agent. So they could sign him. So we don't know. But, uh, you know, I really think that uh, um, they didn't. I, I don't know that they hit a home run with the draft, but I'm going to go with a ground rule double. Well, it's definitely encouraging that that every single draft report that I've read has graded the rounds with an A rating. Yeah. So a lot every what? Can we say triple, Dan? Yeah, triple. triple, Why? Okay, cool. I'm just ground rule double D. Okay, it's under my skin. Sorry. Go ahead. (laughs) Sorry. No, it's all all I really got. No, it's just so it's nice to read that. You know, everywhere everything I've read and like recaps of the draft to put. The Browns in the top as far as how the draft went and grading the draft. Yeah. So that's nice. And I feel I agree with you. You don't feel like you have to convince yourself that the picks make sense because everyone yeah. agrees that the picks were good. Yeah. So I mean I, like, it was fun. like when they when they drafted Justin Gilbert and Johnny Manziel like five years ago. Like <laughs> uh, you know, it's well documented on this show that I screamed like a little girl when we drafted Johnny Manziel, but you know, we all know how that turned out. Well, I didn't I mean, know. I didn't know he was an alcoholic and a drug addict. Okay. Even the Baker Chubb picks were controversial. Yeah, I mean, there were a lot of people that that thought the Browns should should uh, have taken Sam Darnold. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I mean, I agree with you there. Uh, you know, we'll time will tell. I think this year, obviously, this is a big year for Baker because he had uh, the all worldly rookie year two years ago. Broke the. <coughs> Broke Peyton Manning's, you know, touchdown record for a rookie quarterback. And then last year he really struggled. He threw uh over twenty interceptions and uh had a sub sixty completion percentage. So, you know, we'll see. Uh I think the offense from Stefanski uh fits him perfectly. Mm-hmm. We saw how he elevated Kirk Cousins game the last couple of years in Minnesota. So I'm encouraged by that. And then yeah, obviously Nick Chubb is like he's all worldly. Like they're really Pain. There probably isn't another running back in the NFL that I'd rather have than Nick Chubb. Mm-hmm. Maybe Lamar Jackson, but Lamar Jackson doesn't play running back. So what about Saquon Barkley? What about Zeke? Uh, I mean, yeah, Zeke's right there, but uh, you know, Chubb plays for the Browns, so I'm going to be biased. Oh, okay. Wait, hey. Barkley? What about Barkley? Barkley's there, yeah. Barkley's yeah. right there, but but for the value where you got Chubb being in the second round, right. like right. Zeke and Saquon were top five picks. Right, right. Wasn't um, Saquon like a number two pick or something? Saquon was right after Baker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There were there were a lot of people that uh, said that they wanted the Browns to take Saquon number one, which yeah. would have been insane. That would have been so. You don't cool. take yeah. a running back one overall. Yeah, you can't take a running back. God. Yeah. Even number two is kind of pushing it. Yeah, but I mean, like you look at I, I don't I don't know how many yards uh, Zeke ended up with last year. I know it wasn't as many as Chubb, 
And then Saquon was hurt like all year last year. So, right. I mean, you know, Chubb did have the better year out of those, uh, out of that group. But, um, the Cowboys fr- had an A rated draft. They Something did. They did. Them. I thought they did very well. I was nervous with the first pick because it wasn't what I was expecting, but it, yeah. they were very, very good the rest of the draft. Yeah. Well, I mean, C.D. Lamb is a top talent. I mean, he's the best no, receiver No, I mean, I'm not draft. sad we got him. I was just concerned that we weren't addressing what yeah. the team needed. Yeah, wide receiver isn't really, wasn't really the Cowboys' number one need. So No, I mean, um, we've got Cooper and Gallup. So. Yeah. But I'm not, I'm not complaining to have C.D. Lamb. What do you, what do you think about uh, – C.D. Lamb taking Des Bryant and Michael Irvin's number. Yeah, that's weird. Um, I guess I'm not really weirded out by him taking Des's number, but <coughs> I don't think anyone should have had 88, to be honest. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're going to give it to Des, I don't really think it matters if you give it to Lamb. But in yeah. general, I don't think Des should have gotten it. So. Right. Right, but I think... Yeah, I, I, I do think Des, I mean, Des lived up to the number. I mean, he had like five or yeah. six years there where he was making the Pro Bowl every year. But right. that's an interesting tie-in to one last Browns thing I wanted to talk about was, uh, so Jed Willis was trying to pick his number. And he got the okay from Joe Thomas, who, you know, will go down as one of the greatest left tackles of all time, first ballot Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. Um, he got the okay from... Uh, okay. Joe Thomas to wear number 73. So he was set to pick 73 as number. And then uh, Brown's coach, Kevin Stefanski was like, Nope, I'm not letting you wear number 73, which I thought was awesome. I love it. And I'm, and I'm sure Joe Thomas probably like, likes it too, because Joe Thomas is not that guy where he's going to say like, no, you can't have my number. Like that's not the kind of guy he is, mm-hmm. but to have uh, coach Stefanski who never coached Joe Thomas. Like he's never coached a game with the Browns, but he understands like the Browns history and the Browns tradition enough and respects it enough to tell Jed Willis, like, Hey, you haven't earned anything. So why don't you go ahead and pick another number? So he ended up picking 71, which I don't know of any famous offensive linemen that have worn 71, but I agree with you hundred percent. It's such a sign of respect. For yeah. Joe Thomas that he absolutely deserves. So I think it's yeah. amazing. Yeah, because, you know, Joe, uh, when he goes into the Hall of Fame in like two, uh, you got to wait five years after you retired. So I think he's going to mm-hmm. go in like two years from now. He's going to go in the Hall of Fame. His number is going to go up into the Ring of Honor at Brown Stadium. So, you know, nobody should wear that number. Yep, retire it now. Yeah. So it's like how nobody nobody can wear 32 for the Browns because that's Jim Brown. So, um, yeah, the whole... The whole number thing is interesting to me because there's this whole there's there's an argument to where people say, well, there's only there's only so many numbers, so eventually somebody's gonna have to start wearing uh you know, all time great numbers from different teams. Well, let's wait until we get to that point before we start making those decisions. Yeah. Yeah. So that takes care of mine. Uh uh what what are we calling it? What's trending, right? I like what's, what's trending. trending rather than Jordan's random topics. <laughs> random, random topics. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, okay. Um, drawing a blank. What else do we want to get into tonight? Uh, I'll touch on one last trending topic because That's right. I'm okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll be real fast. Well, as fast as we want to be, I suppose. But, uh, so going around Twitter, um, is a UFO video 
and oh yes people are thinking that this is the first time it's happened it's not um i'll, I'll grant this the pentagon has acknowledged it for the first time well, However, this, this isn't even like new no it's not at all new so it's not uh, something that's like happened again it's just right now i'll say this it's it's crazy but it's oh, yeah. not new so the the video is a video of two fe eight look f-18 <laughs> pilots um that were pursuing a ufo uh again that just means an identified flying object it doesn't mean it's alien or whatever it just means they don't know what it is and they're pursuing it and they're talking about it and if you hear the video it's fascinating you should all watch it it they're like whoa what's that blah 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 and they try to like lock they try to lock on lock it on or lock on it or whatever the term is and they can't like they literally can't like it's too fast it's going at like speeds that no machine any human has ever created um it's going at insane speeds like zipping up and down and doing crazy stuff and whatever it was it zipped out of the the video and then it's just gone and if you know the backstory about it later on those two pilots were told to meet at a rendezvous point to and, and to end up uh landing on the aircraft carrier they were supposed to land on again they were literally on a mission to pursue these ufos so that was their mission and the crazy thing is um they lost the things and they're like all right well let's go back to the rendezvous point and then they get a call from like the carrier i believe it was and the carrier was it was like uh so you know your rendezvous point those things are there right now so they're like what so they they go back, and I think if I remember correctly, the same thing happens. It just evades the radar and everything, and that's it. Now, this is not the first time the Navy or just other navies have dealt with this kind of stuff. There's been a lot of instances where, uh, you know, U.S. Navy and, and Air Force and other uh, armed forces have pursued these things, and they just can't catch them, and they don't know what they are. So... A little bit of context. The video was shot in 2004. It was supposed to be classified, but somehow, some way, Tom DeLonge's uh, To the Stars Academy of Arts and Sciences. Yes, Tom DeLonge from Blink. From Blink? Yeah, from Blink. <laughs> wow. His academy got a hold of the video and leaked it. Uh, and it was making its rounds for years, but no one knew if it was real or not. And then in 2017, the Navy officially recognized it and they said all right it's a real video those are real ufos we don't know what they are we have no idea what they are we never figured it out and the new york times did a big story on this in 2017 and part of that story was they they broke the news that the pentagon has had a ufo division for the longest time and they had been studying these area things. 51 yeah right <laughs> They had been studying UFOs and other aerial phenomena for years. Um, and it was it's a weird story. Like the one guy who was leading it ended up quitting and he left because of frustration with budget or something. And he joined Tom's UFO Academy. So that's weird in and of itself. But uh, for some, and then this week it's going viral again because people either didn't pay attention in 2017 or forgot one of the two, I guess. And there is some news though. This time the Pentagon officially recognized the videos. So I understand, you know, the Pentagon is in charge of whatever, but it's interesting to have the Pentagon say the same thing. They're like, yep, it's authentic. Don't know what they are, but it's authentic. 
Um, I've been on a UFO kick lately with podcasts and stuff, and I heard a couple podcasts on this this video, and it's fascinating. Um, there's a lot of theories around it. One of them is there's there's really three main theories. One that it's alien, right? That it could be alien aircrafts, whatever. Two that it's a foreign uh, air force that has some crazy technology, and they're testing it, and it's like, oh, the third option is really weird and creepy in and of itself that it's a deep state project. So those who get into conspiracies, the deep state is the idea that there's a government within the government. And Pizzagate. Uh, yeah, yeah, right. And the idea could be that it's American technology that's super advanced and they're literally testing it on our own government or on our own armed forces to see how good it is. You know, that's another theory. And one way that could be possible, I guess, in the one podcast, Astonishing Legends, it was called Imminent Disclosure was the episode. Um, Astonishing Legends is a cryptozoology, UFO, you know, urban legend podcast. And they had a they had an army guy on their show who was explaining how security clearances work. And it was saying essentially that not every even the high ups don't know every not, no one in government knows everything. That people are given bits and pieces that they need to know. So it's kind of like the left hand doesn't know what the right hand is doing kind of a thing. So it really could be that he gave the example. And this is an ex you know, this is an exaggerated example. But he gave an example. Let's say a UFO crashed. Um, you would have to have not one person or team is going to be investigating this UFO crash. You'd have multiple people knowing only bits of information. You'd have like... A technical group that's working on well here's a piece of metal that we found what is this and they they're well what is it? Well, i don't know just, just we found it investigated another group would be like doing a um a dissection of the aliens let's say there is an alien right and they would just be given like a torso welcome to earth yeah they'd be given like a torso and be like hey uh dissect this so the idea is that not there's not there's very few individuals if any that know everything right and so that would kind that could explain the concept of a deep state explanation for this, or even alien explanation. Regardless, I'm not saying it's a you know I have my views on that stuff, right? But it's weird that the government's acknowledging this and they're saying also, yeah, we don't know what it is. So I don't know. It, again, it's not exactly a new story, but there are, you know, it's going it's making its rounds again on the internet, and I just find it so fascinating and terrifying that there are objects flying in the sky that our own government doesn't know what it is. I think it's a bird. <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, that's so Jordan, what are your views? Do you believe in aliens? Uh, I believe that it's possible that there could be another race of, of, uh, of species of some sort on another planet. Now, as a belief, as a Christian that, you know, there's, there's things that complicate that. Um, whatever right but I, I don't i i think there's too many examples of ufos too many examples of alien abductions too many examples of things people have seen i don't know what it is i it also i think i i feel like i would have to lean though if i had to choose a theory i'd probably lean on the idea that the u.s government has crazy technology that only a few people know about and they test it using our air force or using our armed forces as like the guinea pigs to see how well it works I think that's the most logical explanation. Mm -hmm. um, the alien explanation, you know, that's pushing a lot of ideologies to fold in a lot of 
core beliefs they have. But I, I also like, why not? Why couldn't there be other races or other species, intelligent species on other planets? I don't know. I have no idea. I just, it fascinates me that the government acknowledges that this exists and we just don't know what it is. Yeah. I, uh, I, I don't believe there's aliens. I, I think that like what you said, I think the government would rather portray something as there being alien life form out there rather than, rather than they, rather than them having, or having the people know or other countries know that they have this insane, ridiculous technology that could be used like for, you know, any purpose. Right. Um, so that's just, I mean, that's just my, and a lot of it to me goes back to like what you said with, uh, you know, my Christian beliefs and values. Uh, so yeah, I personally I mean, don't, right. but you know, whatever. That, right. And I think Dan, you bring up a really good point too, that the government would rather have the public almost, I feel like they would rather have the public think it could be alien. And at, as opposed to anyone knowing that we have this technology. Um, yeah. The other theory, of course, is that it's foreign, like another country's technology. And that's really scary because that, that could be a huge... Right. Yeah. You watch yeah, the, the, yeah, like Russia or China. Watch, right. You need to watch the video. If you watch those things, oh my goodness. If, if, nobody can shoot that down. That's terrifying that someone could have a, a, a flying vehicle that can zip around at faster than Mach 1 or whatever. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. terrifying. Yeah. Now, now, have you guys seen the Bob Lazar documentary that came out a few years ago? Yeah, Bob Lazar is a interesting character. <laughs> it's an interesting documentary just to see like all the credentials he has and his background, yeah. and he seems like a just a wildly mm-hmm. smart guy, which he is. Oh, no doubt. A lot of the stuff he says it seems kind of out there, but a lot of what he says is backed up by you know mm-hmm. facts and things that are proven to be right years later and. Yeah, I don't know. I probably side with you guys more, but it's it's definitely interesting to think that there's yeah. another life form out there, and it seems kind of I, I want to say ignorant, but it's like you know we're so small, mm-hmm. you know, on, on this huge planet. It, it's just kind of crazy to think that there there's not anything out there. But I think the idea of the government saying, "Yeah, it's aliens," yeah, crazy, right? I think that's yeah. more plausible, like you say. Right. But, um, I don't know. It's just creepy. Either way, seeing those yeah. videos, right? Because sure. because e- even if the government like says like, yeah, they're UFOs and it could be aliens or whatever, like a large majority of the population is probably still going to be like, no, it's not, it's not right. aliens, and right. then it just goes away. Like every time we have like these UFO sightings or whatever, it's like big deal, big news for like a day, right. and then it, like goes away. And I <laughs> think that's that shows the strength of your tr- your average person's religious or ideology ideological beliefs that they just won't let that join yeah. in and that's understandable right, right? yeah um, it's it's it you know it's it's seeing is believing like we, we have right, all these like right. we have all these videos and all these like black and white images and like thermo images right. of like something weird up in the sky but like until right. we see like uh you know jar jar banks get out of a spaceship right. like we're not gonna we're not no you know a, a large majority of the population is not going to believe that it's real and you know too dan if you look up the sr-71 uh plane and the 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 nighthawk plane those planes literally look like ufos Mm -hmm. and when they were flying around in the 70s and 80s when they were created and they're they're the whole purpose of both of those planes they're spy planes they can't be detected by radar right 
people would report like, oh my good, like it's a UFO. And then like eventually it came out that look, all right, the US government was like, look, we have these two crazy planes that aren't detectable by radar. So yeah, it would certainly fit the bill that this is probably just another one of those projects. Yeah. Um, uh, in real, real uh, too, you know, you mentioned Lazar, Jimmy. Uh, mm-hmm. You should look up Robert Bigelow if you've ever heard of him. So he, Deuce Bigelow, Robert B- Bigelow. <laughs> um, he owns. He has a. He's a billionaire who runs his own UFO research company. He's essentially like Elon Musk light, if that's one way he's been described. He's not <laughs> as rich as Elon Musk, but he's probably who smart. is right. Right. Exactly. And but Robert Bigelow um, bought uh, Skinwalker Ranch, which you've ever heard of that. That's a whole nother topic, but mm-hmm. it's fascinating. It's in Utah. He at one point it, he said he had to sell it and he sold it to a company, which the company turned out to be uh, um, a front company that was literally owned by the U.S. military. Um, and for a while, people are like, whoa, that's weird. Well, in the 2017 story, it came out that he didn't exactly sell it. They're actually using him as he's still working with the project at Skinwalker Ranch. So the government's actually like essentially working with him now, which is also interesting because he's he's a straight up alien believer. And but he's also very level headed. Like he's not one to make, oh, I have a piece of alien foot or whatever. Like he doesn't say stuff like that. He he just, you know, works through all these things he's seen. And he's like, yeah, I believe in them. So that adds another weird element that the government has essentially been working with Robert Bigelow. Um, yeah, anyway, so Hannah, we haven't heard your thoughts on any of this real quick to wrap up the segment. Um, I don't, I'm not educated enough on this to have a super strong opinion. Um, I kind of am in Jimmy's corner. I think, I think to a point it's selfish to think that we are the only people that could possibly exist in the entire like solar system galaxy, whatever you want to call it. Um, and I get what you're saying from like a religious standpoint and like those beliefs, but that's not to say that there couldn't also be a whole nother set of things going on in a different galaxy, right? Like, we don't know. And that's not something we'll ever really know. Um, Maybe one day. So I just think there's so much that... Not in our lifetime. Right. And there's so much as just, like, human beings that we have answers to until potentially, you know, maybe when we die. um, That I just don't... I don't want to rule it out because I think that's ridiculous. To think that there couldn't possibly be anyone but us humans here on Earth. Right, right. Right. but I don't get into conspiracy theories all that much. And I think the other thing is it freaks people out. So they'd rather think it's like this mystical thing, like ghosts where it's just like easier and less scary to believe that they don't exist. Um, But it doesn't like get me riled up. Like I don't have to know, you know? To me, it just doesn't really affect like my way of life at all. I think it's right. interesting, but I totally agree that these videos are for sure government technology. So, sure. you, so you do think the Earth is flat? Yeah, I'm a total <laughs> flat earther. So She's, <laughs> She's a truther. So yeah. what I'm getting yeah. from all this is that the Earth is most definitely flat. Yep. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's, you heard it here that's first. where I land on that for hey. sure. No, I, so, just, I just think 
it's totally possible. I don't think these videos captured it. I think it's 100% government technology. And there's so much that goes on just in our own government that we will never know about. Um, but do I think it's possible that there's other life somewhere? Yeah. I think it's possible. Wait, I think you know, it's, it's exactly. I think it's naive to think otherwise. Yeah. Well, and even like, this is weird. This is getting a little weird. I know. We're getting all... But even as it? even as like a Christian or let's say you're of a Muslim faith or some other faith where you believe that God or a God created the universe, you could see a situation where, yeah, God created us and this earth. And even as Christians, you know, the concept of Christ coming to save humanity. OK, so that could be for Earth. Who's to say he didn't create other beings on other planets? He doesn't have to 100%. tell us. That. He doesn't have to tell us about that. Exactly. He, doesn't, he knows that we're not going to ever be able to visit them. So it's like he does, you know, at least not now. So, you know, that that's kind of where I land on why I do actually believe there's probably intelligent mm -hmm. life in other planets. But of course, I understand the opposite argument, too. Uh, and if you think of how I mean, look at planes in the, the 20th century started off as jokes like they're like <laughs> like and like, a you know, and then then you got the fighter pilots in World War Two. OK, that's getting a little crazy. And then out of nowhere, we got like jet fuel and stuff where we have F-18, F-16, F-22. These Those planes are insane what they can do, what humans are able to withstand in those planes and how fast they can go. Like So the idea that it also could just be the latest advancement in, you know, aerial technology is not a far-fetched idea at all. Right. You know, so. I just think it's something we're, I'm not going to know. I'm not meant to know. And I just don't. I don't like I, I said, don't care, but yeah. I don't care. No, I I'll say it. <laughs> like I like I said before, unless you know a spaceship crash lands mm -hmm. and a Jar Jar Binks like looking thing pops out of it, I'm not really gonna care. Yeah. Like like yeah, like you'll see it on on Yahoo. You'll log on to like Yahoo in the morning and you'll see oh UFO sighting or whatever, and then two days later it's like it never happened. Like nobody cares. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or they disprove it. There's a lot of hoaxes, of course. I well, do. Right. Think technology piece of it's interesting i mean oh, I, sure. think, I, I for sure do i just oh there's or not there's, there's so much there's like, so much stuff that the government has that we don't know about oh, oh yeah. absolutely yeah. absolutely all right uh do you guys want to go another hour we can talk about bohemian grove yeah so next no. week we're going to talk about <laughs> alternate dimensions you guys we you guys want to talk about really do you guys want to talk about how all of our presidents and world leaders are in some sick demonic cult yeah, yeah, we can. You know what? I would love to talk about Bohemian Grove for an episode. Grove? No, dude, I That'd was be fun. So I, 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 uh, before we, before we end the episode, I, I, uh, I told you to, uh, I don't know if you did, but watch that Tim Pool Joe Rogan uh, I podcast. It. I haven't seen it yet, but I so will. there was there was another one. I can't remember who it was with, but they spent like an hour and a half talking about Bohemian Grove and all that like goes on there and like how, uh, you know, oh. Uh, all that the presidents and world weird. leaders and stuff like get that together so in Northern California. Oh my God, it's weird. That is one of the weirdest things. And the fact that the government had was forced to acknowledge it. And the video, by the way, Alex Jones, Alex Jones. his really only authentic thing he's ever done. Yep. Not only, but one of the only ones. He literally just walked in. No, he, he got video. Yeah, you got video yeah. of the ceremony. And get this, Bohemian Grove they said it's real footage. His interpretation is we disagree with, but the footage you see is correct. Oh my goodness. Watch the video. It's the weirdest thing you'll ever see. Oh, I know. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We don't need to get into this. Maybe, could go maybe on another episode. Five hours. <laughs> yeah, maybe another episode. Uh, but before we end, real quick, uh, we want to talk about it. Um, we did it last week. We kind of want to make this a weekly thing. Um, what local businesses have you guys, you know, we talk about supporting local businesses through this time. Uh, have you guys done any local business supporting this week since we last talked? Um, yeah. Just kind of go around and, and talk about where you've gone and, and what you've done. Sure. Yeah, I'll, I'll go first because I have mine written. Uh, I did, me and Teresa, well, Teresa bought a cake from our friend Gabby, who has started her new business called Flower Child Bakery. You can follow them at Flower Child CLE on Instagram. Um, it's really cool. It, all kinds of crazy artisan cakes or whatever. I don't know what the term would be. We got a lemon cake with lavender buttercream icings, and it was delicious. Uh, that was the one thing I did, and I've also gone to Playgrounds and Root Cafe this week for coffee. Nice. Jimmy, you got anything? Um, nothing that I can think of that I went to locally, but every Friday we do get pizza from somewhere and yeah. that can be local. So if you guys have suggestions, mm. let me know. Because I've done like Emilio's, which is in Strongsville. I know I talked about Master Pizza, which is a Cleveland-based chain. Um, but I'm open to anything. I know we... Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not quite sure, but... Um, Have you done Santos, the Middleburg Heights yet? I don't think so. It's uh, it's right, it's right by Jen's uh, apartment. You should. Okay. To talk to Jen about it. For sure. So For sure. Like I mean, other than you know the, the brew, I know yeah. I, I don't do my best when it comes to local stuff. I wish I was closer to Cleveland. I guess it's none of us. None of us did either. When we were twenty one, twenty two. So it's okay. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, I was still like you living at home when I was 22. So whatever mommy whatever mommy brought home for dinner, that's what I ate. <laughs> that's right. Um, Hannah, what about you? Um, You've got some cool I, stuff going on. Yeah, as far as like supporting local businesses with food and stuff, I haven't done anything in the last week that's been super exciting. I've done lo- um, Noble Beast, Town Hall, um, and then I've been going to playgrounds at once a week to grab coffee from there i walk jake down and grab a cup but i'm trying to be on a budget with all this yeah. potential moving stuff going that makes on sense. so yeah. yeah yeah corona is cheaper than noble beast well yeah that was more of a <laughs> convenience thing no i get no i get it when i needed that but yeah yeah i mean i try to whenever i order food out i'm trying to do it locally um yeah but I haven't, honestly, I haven't ordered food out. So. Yeah. I support uh, and, Meyer. Groceries at Meyer. That's what I've there been you doing. Go. <laughs> they're regional. They're yeah. not exactly local, but they're regional. No. Um, you had some uh, city mission type stuff that you wanted to talk about too. Oh, yeah. Do you want me to go into that now? Yeah, go ahead. Ooh, hold on. One, one second. All right. Sorry. Go ahead, Hannah. I want to get this on film. Go for it. Oh, oh wait. Okay. Hold um, on. Yeah, go ahead. Any anyone else before? Are you nope. sure? <laughs> well, I do, I'll, but I'll, I'll do after when I close the episode. Okay. And Jordan, feel free to jump in if you want, because I know you know some about this too. Yeah. So the city mission, which you know I've been on here talking about before, which is a local homeless shelter in Cleveland. They have men and women's shelter. Um, I believe I could be wrong on this. But GoFundMe is supporting like 
um, a new renovated Giving Tuesday. Um, and it's called Giving Tuesday Now. And it's to support local charities or anyone doing relief work COVID-19. So the city mission is doing a um, version of this. And I actually have it. I'm going to turn on my video for a second. I have it all written down here. But they're doing a Giving Tuesday now. On, it's on May 5th, so Cinco de Mayo. And it's called In This Together Clee Day. And they're going to be hosting virtual events all day. So they're doing like a workout. They're doing a Q&A with how COVID-19 affects the homeless population in Cleveland. Uh, a craft, a dessert class. And then they're doing a virtual Cleveland trivia game. Which will actually sound super fun. So they're going to be hosting events in like live Facebook all day. And raising money, and then all the money that they raise is directly impacting um, and helping out the people that they've received who are directly impacted by COVID 19. So that's a plug for them. Um, it's a really scary time to be living in a homeless shelter, and the workers there, I mean, they're essential staff, but definitely an essential business. And I know both my sisters work there, and you know, they're right on the front lines in contact with people every single day um so you know obviously like nurses and doctors that's a very frontline type thing and first responders but there are things like this that i don't always think about where you know there's people just looking for a place to live and who are exposed to a lot of different things and people who are in their mind are just they're they're really brave you know um and so Anyone who'd be interested in participating in any of the uh, festivities of the day, especially the Cleveland trivia, I think would be fun. So, or if you just want to give, that, that'll be all over in this together, CLE. What was that again? Kind of the the website or? So I know the city mission's posting it, but the event that they have, that they're calling it is hashtag in this together CLE. Um, but it's part of Giving Tuesday now. Cool. We'll uh, yeah. we'll certainly make sure to to tweet tomorrow um, or today when you're listening uh, the links for all that. So okay, awesome. And then also in that vein, for anyone who's interested, Jordan is in on this as well. Um, and I know one of your listeners yeah. was interested. Um, the city mission has a 5K run that was supposed to happen in June. That's getting moved to October, October 3rd. It's going to be in the flats with all the proceeds benefiting the city mission. So I actually started a team for anyone who maybe want to join the team. And, and Jordan and I's company actually agreed to be the presenting. So our company is the sponsor of the run, which is exciting. But all the benefits are for the city mission. So 5K, one mile walk, and kids fun dash in the flats in October. So it's fun to start thinking about and planning for something with other people outdoors and just have that to look oh, forward yeah. to. So no doubt. That's also out there. Cool. Cool. That's Thanks. It. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks You're for welcome. Um, and then for me, uh, I actually, uh, as I was like thinking throughout the episode, I've actually done a lot of supporting local business this week. Um, awesome. So Paul and I ordered uh food from uh hatfield's good grub in nice. west park camp's corner Ooh. um so we did that uh i ordered the mask that i'm wearing and the t-shirt that i'm wearing right now that says drink local 
uh, from where I'm from, which is a Ohio t-shirt company, uh, Cleveland, Ohio. I don't know if they're specific to Cleveland, but they are specific to Ohio called where I'm from. Uh, and then tonight, along with my beer of the week, I got dinner from Noble Beast. So I nice. um, did that. So those are... You, uh, you never said. What? You never said what you got. Oh, I got the house burger. Yeah. Was it good? The zesty fries. Oh. Oh, good. oh it was delicious. Good. And I got it medium, and they actually cooked it medium, which is... Nice. That's so rare, I feel. <laughs> Which is unheard of for a burger that you right. get to go and then you take it home and it's sitting for 20 minutes. Usually it overcooks. So um, they obviously know what they're doing at Noble Beast. So shout out to them. Um, oh, and then I got uh, Rising Star Coffee last weekend. So that too. So Nice. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Got to support local businesses, right? Definitely. That's right. Okay. So that's going to do it for us this week. Hannah, thanks for joining us. Short notice. Yeah, thanks for having Thank me you. again. Um, and uh, yeah, so everybody, stay safe. Um, be careful out there. We're hopefully going to start slowly but surely getting back to some sort of normalcy uh, when the state of Ohio opens up next week. Uh, so let's not everybody freak out and go crazy and you know <laughs> just start like throwing raves. But let's be responsible about this. That way, we don't have to reshut the state down because that can happen if we don't if we be stupid about this. Right. Um, so yeah, uh, that's gonna do it for us. Uh, check us out on social media at the LOTL Podcast. Our website uh, lotlpodcast.com. You can ch- check out all of our embedded links to all of our episodes. Uh, you can go back and listen to old episodes, which I've been in the habit of doing uh, since this coronavirus thing is. Uh, been going on and i've been working from home so it's been kind of fun listening to old episodes of the show um and uh yeah so for hannah for jimmy and jordan i'm dan you've been listening to living off the land and we'll catch you guys next week see ya have a good weekend bye